Hey guys, does capitalism have you down? Does the constant pressure to be productive get to you? Are you tired of being a cog in the machine? Then we invite you to be a part of the revolution against toxic productivity by embracing the useless things. Welcome to episode 51 of the Very Unimportant People podcast. Do less. Wow. Sorry, 51. <laughs> <We're> wow. <old. laughs> Uh, my name's Courtney, and this week my car, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, got broken into. <laughs> pretty sure. <laughs> pretty How sure. How could you be pretty sure? <laughs> and I am Lydia, and this week um, I made two bucket hats. <laughs> and she's wearing one right now, so yeah. if you want to see it, go head over to the Instagram mm-hmm. um, and check out our videos, because it's pretty cute. Yeah, pretty thank cute. you. And she, you. what did you make it out of, Lydia? It's pretty cool. I, She's pretty creative. Uh, Oh, thanks so much. It was just like this old jacket that um, was not being used by someone for a very, very long time. It's been sitting there for a while. And I was like, I'm going to make something out of this because my mom is such a sewy person. And I was like, I'm going to be a sewy person, too. So it's been sitting there for about two years. And then finally, I got bored enough and desperate enough because I'm out of school now and I uh, don't have a lot of work. So I'm like, finally, I got bored enough and desperate enough to do something about it. And I made a bucket hat. It's like blue and black oh. and it's like this sport material cute. and it has some kind of like little designy things. There's a lot of mistakes in it. Like I literally had to cut a little piece okay. out of it at one point because like one of the pieces was too big, but that's okay. It's still, it's homemade. <laughs> it gives a character, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Now you're yeah. like, I made this. That's this one. It's and a design the other choice. One, exactly. A design choice. The other one I made out of a um, silk dress that I bought on Shein. And yeah, it was cute. I hated the dress. It looked freaking horrible on me. So (laughs) I was like, this is now material. So I put in like a little bit of interfacing in between for the brim to like stiffen Mm. the brim up a little bit because silk is really hard to work with. Yeah, it was a whole thing, but it doesn't look very good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I really messed it up. I don't know what happened, but like the, I think it's, I don't know, the silk might be just bad, but it just looks very mm-hmm. crinkly. And like I tried to oh. sew like the lines to make the brim even stiffer, but they like bubbled up in some places. So it's just not really the vibe, but that's okay. This one turned out well. So that was just the experiment. And this mm. was the real deal. <laughs> I like it. It looks good. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, so your car got <laughs> broken into, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, we don't we don't really know for sure what happened, but basically all I know is on Monday night we went shopping. It was like dark, it was late, mm-hmm. there was stuff in the trunk. We both went to the trunk, we grabbed something out of the trunk, then we walked inside. Mm-hmm. There is no memory as to who closed the trunk. <laughs> but it it's definitely possible that it happened, but it's possible that it did not happen. <laughs> because we woke up on Tuesday morning. I had to drive Janae to the airport. So we woke up at like 3 o'clock to go to the airport. Yeah. And we walk outside and we get to the car. It's pitch black outside, 3 yeah. o'clock in the morning. The trunk is wide open. Oh, that would really scare me. Yeah, it it scared me a lot. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then I was like, I was kind of like creeping up to the car. I was by myself when I first saw it. Like he was just being slow, so I was like, yeah, (laughs) kind of trying to creep up to it. And I I checked the inside of the car to make sure no one was in there. And then I walked around to like the passenger side, and the door was open. The passenger door was open, and I for sure know that I didn't leave the passenger door open. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I opened the door and we looked in the car. And, like, everything, like, in the cup holders and stuff like that. We have a lot of stuff in our cup holders. Mm-hmm. It was, like, on the seats and, like, spread out and, like, Damn. things were open. So it was clear that someone had, like, gone through the stuff. Um, oh, my God. We don't really keep valuable things in our car. It's just garbage. So. <laughs> so that probably um, was a really fun scavenger hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Janine had garbage. <laughs> yeah. Janine had, like, a pair of headphones that were charging in there that got stolen. But they only have to work anyways because oh. he left them once in a parking garage overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, and they fell out of the side of the car. And he closed the door. And then we went back the next day and parked in the same parking spot. And they were there. Oh. Um, <laughs> so they don't. They've never really worked since then. And that was, like, two years ago. So it wasn't too big of a loss. I think right. it was more a waste of that person's time going through our garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but they were, like, pretty civilized. Like, they didn't steal any of, like, our insurance papers or anything like that. Like, we have, oh. like, you know, stuff with personal information yeah. on it in our yeah. car, as everyone does. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't take any of that. They just took the headphones and what? left all the doors open. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they did okay. that. 
That's so strange. Yeah, it was oh. strange. I wonder but who did it. Like, was it a youth who wasn't really sure a what youth? they were doing? Because I feel like the money is in the insurance papers. I don't know why, but I... I know. I feel like you what... could do something with it. Exactly. I'm not sure. I'm yeah, not a party, identity you know. theft. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe. there's got to be something on there. Call the insurance company and just, like, be like, that is my car. And then, like, get a whole lawsuit yeah. or something like that. I don't know. But I feel like that's the first thing to go when people yeah. rob other people's car is the insurance Maybe it's papers. just, like, too much work, though, you know? Yeah, probably. He just probably wanted something. <laughs> or she... Probably just wanted something quick to just steal. Yeah, that was, like, one of my other theories is that maybe they were in the car, like, as we were coming out. Like, maybe when we woke up and they saw, like, the lights turn on or something like that. Because, like, the door was still open. I was like, who would leave the door open (laughs) after robbing a car? Like, at least try to make (laughs) it look like you weren't in there. Um, So, like, maybe they were and It was, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. So maybe they were kind of. That's thieving hours for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then I was, like, spooked. Because yeah, obviously so I dropped Janae off at the airport and then I came back alone and I was like, like somebody four. just robbed us. Yeah. Holy and it was like shit. pitch black. Oh my but, God. That's so scary. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. It's fine. I wonder if it was the same people who stole the barbecue chips. Like similar to your situation, they left the garage open. You left your trunk open, <laughs> which is an invitation for thieves. <laughs> it is. It's not confirmed that we left the trunk open. We're pretty sure we did. Yeah. But yeah. if we had left the trunk open, this is where it doesn't work in my head. If we had left the trunk open... How did they get into the side door? Right. Because, like, we have, like, this, like, weird, like, it's, like, it's a hatchback, but it's very difficult to climb from the trunk into the rest of the car. <laughs> How drunk were <And> they? <laughs> like, the, we have, like, one of those things that, like, covers the trunk. That was still intact and stuff like oh. that. So they would have had to take that off to climb through. And then the passenger door was open. And I definitely didn't leave that open. So... I don't know. Maybe it's they fine, actually though. did just like jimmy the lock with like a yeah. coat hanger or something like that, and then yeah, accidentally or maybe the like trunk. we accidentally left it unlocked. That could have been an option. Could be. As well. Could be. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think. I think most definitely it was probably an oopsie on our part that yeah. <laughs> led this to happen. That's There's so just funny. too many weird variables. You get there. robbed and you're like, oh my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I am Gen Z. You know, I'm like, oh, it's okay. Sorry, it's, I, don't worry about I, it. I, I get have it. Left my shit open instead I'm of the other. So sorry. Be robbing you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We got up right when you were robbing us. Let me just... I'll go back to bed for Did a little not bit. Need to finish, you. finish up. You finish keep up. looking. <laughs> keep trying to see if there's something of value. I'll help you, actually. You know what? <laughs> uh, let me we'll just go have these you know. if we find something. <laughs> a little 50-50. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Everyone's Let's jump okay. into it. We're live. Yeah. We're <laughs> Let's live. get into it. Okay. Um, I'm going first this week. And I am going to talk about Lululemon this week. Yay! Finally, she's dropping the <laughs> hammer! Making it happen. Yes. Today we're going to spill some tea because I mentioned this briefly <laughs> on like one of the previous podcasts. I don't know if anyone really I think it was the last cares. episode. <laughs> I don't think it was the last episode. It's been a minute since Okay, I... maybe it was the one before. I don't know. The point is, at some point in the the last couple of weeks, it was mentioned that for a short period of time, I was working at Lululemon. And now I'm sure we've all heard that Lululemon can be an interesting workplace. Hmm. And I'm here to tell you, it definitely can be an interesting (laughs) workplace. A little toxic, if you will. Now, before I get into the opinion, I would like to point out or make this known that I was not working in store at Lululemon. Mm-hmm. I was working at the guest education center, which was purely remote. It's online. Um, and it's for like customer service and like the call center basically. So yeah. it's not as bad as in store. Yeah. So some I've of these things that I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. exist at the GEC as well, but for the most part, they are more in store. And also before I get started, I would like to mention that I have no hate for anyone that I worked with. Everyone that I worked with was like lovely and kind. And I met a lot of nice people there. It's more like an upper management issue than like a direct people I worked with. So yeah, of course. I mean, your coworkers are always going to be the guys who are like there with you. Yeah. Going through it together. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) 
Um, I'm right, so, so excited to hear this entire <laughs> fucking journey summarized. This shit was insane. Yes. I, I Well, I'm not really going to go personally directly into my journey. I'm going to more... I did some research on, like, Ooh. research that had been done about Lululemon, and I have Ooh. some, like, personal experiences that I can prove that. this or go okay. along with this. So most of the information that I got for this came from a video on YouTube by Illuminati, but, like, not... The naughty is spelled... Like, ooh, naughty. Ooh, you know? she naughty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yes, a lot of the information I got from there. I'm just letting yeah, you know. Yeah, that's such a good video. YouTube channel. I've seen a couple of yes. her videos, I think too. you actually sent that to me, oh, this video, I, while I was working at Lululemon. And you're like, did you know this? And I was like, yeah, oh, I yeah. work here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like, holy shit, this shit is crazy. You're like, I deal with that on the daily. <laughs> All the time. Okay. I know. I was like, whoa, okay. She literally working at a cult. And Illuminati always does, like, weird, like, cult videos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So to see Lululemon, I was like, huh. I don't remember sending it to you, but I'm sure I was like, oh, my God. Courtney's working at a yeah. cult. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, pretty much. All right. So first, we're going to go through the work environment. We're going to go through some highlights of Lululemon's past. And then we're also going to get into... Um, the founder of Lululemon, because we can't skip on him. He's no. just, like, such He's a, a specimen in yeah. himself. Yeah. He was the guy right. who was, like, if you're not a size small, then you don't wear Lululemon clothes, right? Was that that guy? Or was that... Y- yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, that's... He's just an overall, like, shitty person. Yeah, okay. okay. Essentially, is Shit. the summary. <laughs> um, so, basically, Lululemon, like, the workplace is so positive that it's, like, unhealthy, oh. that it becomes oh. toxic. Like, you're forced to be happy every single minute of every single day. I see. Um, to the point where some employees have weekly meetings with their managers to talk about their peppiness at work. What? Um, so, basically, a weekly meeting to say, were you happy enough this week? Oh and if you God. weren't... You need to force yourself to be happy. There's no, like, what's going on in your life that's, like, be happier. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to rate your own peppiness? You don't have to rate your own peppiness. You're just told that you weren't peppy enough. Oh, my God. And that if you weren't peppy enough, it's your problem. You that's know? Like, so... fix this. Oh be my... happy. Be happy, goddamn. Force yourself to be happy. <laughs> be happy. <laughs> um, there's also this like culture at Lululemon of oversharing personal details of your life. Mm. There is an expectation when you work at Lululemon that your life, there's no your workplace and your life. Your workplace is your life. You are Lululemon. You live and breathe Lululemon. Whoa. And so fuck. you're kind of almost like expected to bring your personal life into your job. Oh. And like an example that I have of this is this thing called the Petra Kutra. Okay. Okay. So it's this practice that's done within Lululemon at like meetings or during training for the first week. Every single morning, we had a different facilitator do this for us. And what it is, is it's a 15 minute presentation on all of the details of your life that brought you to be where you are today. Oh. And now let me tell you <laughs> that during these Petra Kutras, people shared, like, um, partners cheating on them. Whoa. People's dads cheating on their moms, moving to England. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> grandparents doing, like, assisted suicide. Uh, oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. Like, so, I like, guess that's a really? part of your journey to Lululemon. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Somehow. And this is the first week, guys. First week. First 15 minutes of every day. The entire life story of that person. Every single detail that you never needed to know about right. the person that you work with. A, the person that you work with. B, the person that is training you for three weeks and then you're never going to see again. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? That's so weird. Yeah. And oh. in those moments that I was listening to those, I felt so bad for the people who were doing them. Mm-hmm. Like, how draining it must be to sit in front of a group of, like, 40 people every single week and have to spill all of your trauma. It was basically, like, trauma dumping. They were just dumping all their trauma on us. Holy and, like, that just must shit. be so emotionally exhausting to do for a group of people that, like, you don't know. Totally. You might not be comfortable sharing these details with them, but it doesn't really matter because you have to do your Petra Kutra and there's like this culture of oversharing. And if you don't share enough personal details, like it's not seen as like a good Petra Kutra. Oh, okay. So that's what I was just thinking. What made 
you you and why you're here oh my god everything in your life that brought you to this (laughs) oh my god like way too much way too job bro i just had a just tell me your name and your favorite color yeah that's good enough for an icebreaker your pet maybe a fun fact about yourself if you could think of one (laughs) two truths and a lie is good enough for me (laughs) what if they have to do the petra kutra in front of like upper management and just they do okay so is that how they get evaluated on if their petra kutra is good enough to do to the trainees like do they have to no. do various iterations of it until they're like okay that's good enough and that's sad enough and trauma you know you can show it to <laughs> i don't the think so i don't think so i think that there just is very much like a culture of oversharing and it's not necessarily a hard and fast rule i think it's one of those more like unspoken rules of like I've seen everyone do their Petra Kutra and this is what it looks like. Yeah. Mine needs to resemble that in some way. Oh my god. I think it's, it's like more of that. I don't think it's, it's Yeah, like throwing almost. in everything they possibly can. It to was be so like, crazy. And then like afterwards, it was so awkward because if somebody shares that much with you, you want to say something, right? Right. Of course. <laughs> but like it's a Zoom room of forty oh, people. Fuck. So all you can do is like send a little message being like, Thank you for sh- like I thank you for sharing. I'm sorry that you had to share that. that <laughs> I'm sorry that person? you had to do this as part of your job, which you're mm-hmm. definitely not paid enough to do. So anyways, <laughs> there is a very prominent lack of boundaries Yes, while you're at work. Almost immediately, you are shown that. <laughs> it was so awkward. Oh, God. Um, so on top of that, in this like world of toxic positivity, there are these things called clearings. Okay. Scientology, hello. This <laughs> pissed me off to no freaking end when I work there. It's basically a way of like getting everything out on the table. So a clearing was supposed to be your way of being like, hey, I didn't sleep well last night, super tired. You know, this is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Which is okay. It's okay to like share these details to be like, this is what's going on. You know, I just need to clear this. But mm-hmm. there was an expectation for some reason that once you had cleared something, it wasn't a problem anymore. Oh, no. So they'd be like, is there anything you need to clear today? <laughs> and it would be an expectation that you could be like, oh, like I was tired, but you know, gonna push through. There was no like, do you need extra support? Do you need to go home? You're not feeling well. A clearing right. was, they expect that once you say it, you're it's fine. <laughs> yeah. You just need to say it and then the you problem goes away. <laughs> So it was just like such a surface level thing and I didn't understand it at all. Yeah. It, it didn't help me particularly. No, I sure don't know if maybe anybody. somebody else was like, I feel cured. Yeah. Um, after they had cleared something. Sometimes you just need but, to vent maybe, but I don't think that that really helps with being tired. I think a nap would help yeah. with that, for example. Maybe if they send you a nice yeah. little coffee on the, on the company. Yeah, an extra five minute break enough- today. Yeah. Something like that would be nice, you know, but instead they're just like, okay, great. Thanks for sharing. Okay. Thank, thank you for clearing. Thank you, thank for, you clearing. for clearing that today. <laughs> Ugh, piss me off. Oh, piss so me off. If you're not going to do anything about it, don't ask me to share it. You know, yeah. I don't care. If, <laughs> yeah, you, if you don't care, I don't care. Yeah. Let's just stop pretending to care. Oh my God. And like, how, did you always have to share something or can some days you don't have just to. like, no, I'm fine today. No. I really don't want to talk to you. You don't have to. Okay. No, it's like, you're not forced to. Yeah. Um, but like pretty much any meeting that you ever had would start with, do you have anything to clear today? <laughs> oh my God. And like you could, if you, I, I didn't, yeah. I never did. After like <laughs> that first day, after I was like, okay, they were like, what just say something point? that you need to like, you know, where you're at right now. I hate that. After that first day and then nothing happened, I was like, that's so hey, never doing that again. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> now like... everyone knows that I'm tired. <laughs> Like, if you're not going to get me a therapist, then why are you asking about yeah. my problems? Yeah. <laughs> you want me to do my Petra Kutra now? Like, yeah, <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? What the hell? What, why do they make people February do that? February of 1998. I bet that's a part um, of the recruitment process to see, like, who can push past to the next level and to, like, be able to share that and part to mix, of this, like, their lives intricately together. I think, I think this whole thing of, like, making people's personal lives a part of their jobs is a way to keep people around yeah definitely because some because you just kind of like people start to like build their identity around lululemon Mm -hmm. and like it becomes so ingrained in their lives in these ways because like there's no boundaries and like you're expected to just like share everything and like be lululemon oh and then i think that people get stuck there for a long time because they're like this is who i am and like even me like i had a lot of trouble actually quitting 
I don't know why. And like, I didn't like the job, but there's so many culty aspects of it that you do start to feel like you shouldn't quit. Oh my God. They do, they do kind of suck you in. It's deep, man. (laughs) It is deep. It's difficult. (laughs) Yeah. One thing that they did like very recently, I don't know if this is like confidential company information, but I'm (laughs) going to share it anyways, is that now if you work at Lululemon for over 10 years, you get your employee discount for life. Oh, so so cool. (laughs) They have a very clear goal of trying to get people to stick around forever. Yeah. And a lot of people do. Yeah. A lot of people, it's like their goal to work their way up in the company. Oh, they're like, holy shit. Yeah. Good for them. They're going to be for them. I'm glad people have goals. Yeah. I I don't know what that's like, but. (laughs) I don't know what that's like. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I'm very happy for people who have a very clear direction in their life. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, so, so positive that it's toxic and no boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also not inclusive. I don't know if I need to say this. I think this goes, just doesn't need to be said, but I'm going to say it anyways. Most people that work at Lululemon are white, able-bodied, hmm. fit-looking, and mostly True. women. Oh. This is less so at the GEC. The GEC is kind of like a place for people who can't, can't work in store oh shit um so there's a little bit more diversity at the gc but for those of you people in the back (laughs) that can't see me i did uh little quotations around can't yes because there is like a very clear unspoken thing at lululemon even in the gc that people like people would literally say i could never work in store Oh. That's why I came to the GC. I wanted to look, I wanted to work for Lululemon, but I couldn't work in store. I heard that so many times. That's so fucking sad. So people get turned away from the store and then turned towards the (sighs) GEC? Like, is that how it would work? Or would people just make this narrative in their heads where they secretly know that, like, they're looking for, you know, a specific type of person and they just don't fit that model? Yeah. I don't, like, I don't know if it's so much, like, creating a narrative. I think it's very clear. Oh, When you're looking in store at the people that work there also if you apply for a job at lululemon in store part of the interview is a workout class <laughs> so that's gotta if be you're illegal. not particularly active i know it's not it's not mandatory it's not mandatory but i'm pretty sure if you don't go to it you don't get the job yeah probably i did an interview once for in store because i was like desperate for a job and i didn't go to the uh workout class because i was like fuck that mm-hmm. i'm not working out with these people yeah, um and i didn't get the job so you failed initiation. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I didn't do it. Clearly weren't desperate enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So it's not very inclusive. It's not an inclusive space. Yeah. In store, at least. I think they're trying to work on it, but like, I think that's just PR. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> they're still <laughs> just going to keep doing the same thing that they're doing. Yeah. They're just trying to cover it up. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Um, they have this a big um, value on entrepreneurship that's one of like the pillars of being an educator at Lululemon is at a, entrepreneurship. At an established company? It's like integrity, blah, blah, blah. Yes, at an established company. <laughs> and this is a way to have an excuse to not train people properly. That's all it is. As somebody who worked there, that's all it is because they want you to use your entrepreneurial spirit and find a solution in the moment. That's just that's just oh. so they don't have to write policies and procedures oh, no. to actually help you do your job. Um, oh, and no. what They're that like, leads to- yeah, exactly. Exactly. But there are certain things that you're not supposed to do, certain things that you're supposed to do, which are like kind of hard to figure out. But okay, then they're like, okay. oh, just be an entrepreneur. Find the best solution in the moment. Oh, my God. Uh, that sounds awful. It, yeah. And it creates a lot of stress, obviously. Um, and then it creates like an uneven customer experience where customers start to figure out <laughs> that if they push enough, people will just give in. And if they yell at somebody enough, they will get extra things because people just like, are like, please stop yelling at me. Get off the phone. Take a gift card. I don't know. So it creates, I think, a lot of bad things in the company. I had a lot of, a lot of instances of people like point blank asking me to give them a gift card or like two gift cards or three gift cards for no reason. And for no reason at all. Did you say yes? Or were you like, no, I was like, no. (laughs) Like, this is not a request-based system, no. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I had a policy. I had a personal policy that I only gave gift cards 
to nice people. Good for you. Good Thank for you, you, Courtney. I think Thank that's you. I had like a little it should work. group chat of like friends there yeah. and we all have the same policy. We're like, I if they mean that. they don't get gift cards. We yeah. want the nice people to call back and the mean people to never call back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although that might not work though because the nice people got what they wanted, you know? And they're like, okay, great. Lululemon's a great company. And then the mean people will be like, oh, let me try again. Since no, I mean, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. But yeah. We, but wouldn't, yeah, we wouldn't reward mean I still people like for their yes. meanness, you yes. know? I know it's a shitty situation, but you can react nicely yeah. or you can yell at somebody. So if you yell at somebody, I'm sorry. You don't deserve you lost a gift the game. card. You don't get gift card. <laughs> no gift card for you. Not this entrepreneur. <laughs> and please don't call your local Lululemon and ask them for a gift card. You won't get through, actually. It'll take you three hours. <laughs> right. They're still having a lot of issues. Yeah. So don't try. Um... They also have this culture of immediate feedback, oh, which yeah. is a culture where anyone can give you immediate feedback on something that's happened. It's not limited to just your manager or your supervisors. It is anyone. Um, I didn't encounter this too much at the GC because we don't really deal with other people too much, so it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of stories of people working in store where it becomes very toxic if you have like, you know something like slightly wrong with an interaction or like you weren't successful in selling a pair of pants oh like your co-worker will pull you to the side and tell oh. you like oh you're so bad at this like <gasps> you can't sell <laughs> pants like this is a personal issue like you just aren't put out for it like you're not made for this what the fuck because anyone can give you feedback and you're supposed to take feedback about everything it's how you grow oh but God. a lot of the times it just becomes an excuse to like yell at people and make people. people feel bad yeah oh, pretty much. that's so sad oh. and you're supposed to learn from it learn from yelling from getting yelled at and be like well it's just company policy it's fine but it's like just an excuse <laughs> for someone to be a bitch dude so dumb oh my god so if i was dumb. a manager i would be like okay yeah, yeah yeah the feedback and i would make it look like i'm giving feedback but i would mm. really be like you're doing really well <laughs> <laughs> literally literally also all my managers there were very nice yeah no yeah. hate to them either they were very nice people Aww. um Everything is, so we know how we talked about how entrepreneurship is like a central pillar. I forget what it's called, but. You forget? I'm going to use Oh, core value? Maybe. I don't know. I forget. I don't know. I'm going to call them pillars. Um, So they also have pillars of authenticity and integrity. And now these are taken very seriously. And it gets translated into this, like, your work performance reflects who you are as a person oh no um and everything is your fault like it's not it's not that you know that person didn't want to buy a pair of pants it's that you're not outgoing enough to sell pants because you have to be authentic and demonstrate integrity in every interaction you have with customers at a fucking business in your customer service job that you're making minimum wage for but no it's because it's because you're a you're just not good. You know, you're, just you're a bad person. You don't have the characteristics pants. for this because oh you're not authentic enough. No oh. one's going to be authentic while selling things. It's not an authentic thing to do. Yeah. Like everyone. I'm always going to fake it if I'm trying to sell something. Yeah, of course. And you it's think not I'm like the customers actually... are completely blind to it. The, yeah. The customers aren't like, oh, this person has my best interests at, my, at heart. No. They work at Lululemon. <laughs> and like, uh, you really think that I'm going to try to sell somebody a $100 pair of leggings right if they don't want it if they don't want it they don't want it they're not gonna get it a lot of people go into lululemon just to browse dude actually i stopped going into lululemon because of the i hated talking (laughs) to the salespeople the the salespeople yeah yeah oh god i don't go in there anymore unless i so many stores i don't go into because of that reason yeah yeah (laughs) honestly customer service like pushy customer service or like lush does the same thing i freaking hate going in lush I love going into Lush. I find the people so nice. I really, really like it. I had this one experience in Lush where Mm. this girl, I don't like love being touched by other people. I think I've said this. Oh, is this the hand massage that they do? Yeah, they gave me a full ass hand massage. They did not ask. They just like grabbed my hand and like put it in water. I don't know. Ew. Stop. Did you ask me if I wanted this? Where's the consent? Put it in water. Started to like. Oh, like interlocking sh- fingers with me and like looking into my eyes and talking to me and i was literally just looking around i was like i need to go <laughs> can you please <laughs> Courtney, wash this I'm off so my hand sorry. That sounds it was awful. so uncomfortable and i don't think i've ever been back in a lush since or like Whoa. if i think maybe once and i was like i'm just looking <laughs> you're on your car I, I don't want anything i'm not here for anything <laughs> please don't massage my hand 
don't touch me. <laughs> don't touch me. Don't hold my hand, uh, please. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. That's but so yeah, weird. I totally get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. It's there was this. Uh, it's just uncomfortable. I remember. Yeah, I remember in trading some conversation around like pushing people into like buying stuff and whatever and like I just remember having the thought of like why would I ever push somebody into buying a hundred dollar pair of pants if they don't have the capacity to buy it yeah oh I think I know I remember what it was they have this payment program now where you can pay your Lululemon orders off in like monthly installments yes and they're like oh if somebody says it's too expensive like offer this as an option yeah and I just remember thinking, like, I would, like, never, if I'm, if I was actually being authentic, <laughs> I would never do that. If somebody can't pay for a pair of pants, like, their financial well-being is more important Aww. than Lululemon making another sale, you yeah. know? And I was like, yeah, I, I, I will never so do that. And I never did do that. Good like, for you. Yeah, I get it. You. I know. Some people <sighs> really do want the pants, though, and they would be like, I know. Uh, if you want the pants, that's fine. for that and be like, listen, yeah, I can pay you yeah. $30 now. And thirty dollars yeah. next month, and thirty dollars next mm-hmm. month. That's a lot easier to stomach than paying one hundred dollars up front. Yeah, you I know, get I get it. Like, I get it. I would never push somebody into that. Yeah. If they said your pants are too expensive, I would say fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I actually never even suggested that anyone buy our pants. I never did the sales part of it. I just helped people with their problem, and I was like, okay, bye. Yeah, we were supposed to like help them place a new order, make product recommendations. I was just like, okay, bye. <laughs> You're like, Thank you so much. Have a good day. Bye. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what my company's like too. They're like, if someone wants to cancel, don't force them. <laughs> don't give them some sales pitch. Blah 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 blah. Like, don't do that whole thing. Just move on onto the next. Yeah. Honestly, it helps preserve yeah. the customer relationship a lot. Mm-hmm. Like because mm-hmm. then they don't feel pressured. You don't feel awkward. Like, yeah, it's just like, oh god. Yeah. yeah, you want to keep that relationship yeah. somewhat positive instead of just always <laughs> <Yeah>. about sales. <laughs> yeah. Um, hold on, what's my next point here? Toxic ideas about health and fitness. This is something that did not exist at the GEC, but it does exist in stores from what I've read. Um, so employees are heavily encouraged to work out. And okay, this is something we did get at the GEC, but it's like... Not really. I don't know. So basically, Lululemon will pay for your fitness classes. Mm. They give you a prepaid visa card, but the visa card only works for group fitness classes um, and activities that Lululemon creates gear for. So I you can't see. use it to work out at the gym. You can't use it for like things like bouldering because they don't have a line for bouldering. Yeah. So it's basically just to use your body as a walking billboard. Oh. <laughs> Oh, and we're being honest. <gasps> shit, they, yeah. they put it out there as something really nice that they're doing. And I understand that it's better than nothing. But I would rather you maybe just give me the $250. Yeah. And just be it's like, also a tax write off for the lifestyle. Oh, it is. Eh? I have I like had to pay tax on it. I had to pay tax on any money that I used off of that card. But they got a tax break from it. What the so fuck? it's kind of not that nice. Yeah, um, it's kind of just a little bit yeah, of a just, loophole for just them. Just give me the extra money. And then they frame it as like know. such a nice thing. But really, they're just like, make sure. Do they like ch- check if you're wearing Lululemon to the workout class? No, <laughs> no, they <laughs> don't. <laughs> like they don't. In Adidas. <laughs> I mean, I think most people do because like Probably. you get a pretty good um, discount as an mm. employee, uh, which I also think is just a reason to use your body as yeah uh, walking billboard but whatever i mean it is nice <laughs> it's nicer than nothing it's nicer mm-hmm. than nothing but i don't think it's like all that nice yeah they're not doing it and... from the intent of being nice to you no. they're doing it for Mm-mm. to use your body yeah <laughs> yeah and people are shamed in store for eating or drinking unhealthy things um, oh there's one story of an employee that said her co-worker once told her that her soda would rot her from the inside out <laughs> Um, and Thank eventually you. in-store employees were actually banned from drinking anything but water oh while they were on God. shift because the company did not want it to look like their employees were unhealthy. Oh. So you couldn't drink anything but water. Uh, sometimes employees great. work out together in the right. break rooms, apparently. In the they break do, like, room. <laughs> yeah, during the breaks. They'll do like sit-ups and push-ups and stuff like that during their breaks. Wow. Um, and they all work out together outside of work hours. They're wow. like kind of pressured into working out. Invigorating stuff, yeah. hey? <laughs> Just got a workout group for so a friend annoying. group hmm. for coworkers. <laughs> That's very interesting. Uh huh. I feel like I One would thing... not fit in in this situation. I'm not gonna lie. No, I can't imagine no. myself going to workout classes with my coworkers. Oh my god, never. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Never. never. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, yeah. I'm good. No, that's not such I don't even go to workout classes, you know? Right. And then I don't go, go to workout Zumba? classes with strangers, <laughs> with anyone. Yeah, seriously. That sounds very yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. 
Yeah, just no thank you. If that's not a state that everyone needs to see me in, you know, like sweaty and like, you know, in yeah, pain. Exactly. We could pass it out on the ground. That's yeah, all we, close we could friends. do without. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> close friends. Um, <clears throat> a practice that they have in store is eavesdropping. They're actually trained to <laughs> eavesdrop what? on customers. So people are listening oh. to you while you're in store. And it goes so far that they actually strategically place their folding tables yeah. to be um, by the change rooms so that they can hear what you're saying about their clothing and they have a little book that they can actually write down things that they're hearing and the book gets like passed on to like design teams and stuff like that to hear like what people are saying about the products instead of paying for market research they just listen to you while you're in store i i I like this i think this is very smart (laughs) it's weird though it's weird just do the market research yeah yeah you're putting a lot on employees yeah to listen to violate someone's freaking conversation yeah it's a good idea though <laughs> but it is a little like weird. it's good that they care the about employees. the feedback of the people mm-hmm. i just wish that they did it through a more official route yes consensual feedback where they could be like yeah. thank you for hey, coming do you have Fill feedback about yeah. hey i heard you were saying this thing about this product do you mind if i pass that along to our design team that would be great yeah that would be and, the and customer then would customers would be involved. like oh my god yeah thank you that'd be great yeah i like that actually yeah, hmm. yeah. So it, it's almost there. It just needs needs an extra step to yeah, it, but yeah. almost there. <laughs> um, and now I'm going to talk about like two interesting cases about Lululemon stores, and then we'll move on to Chip. I'm sorry, this is like a really long segment. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> it's okay. My bad. Got lots to say about Lululemon. Mm-hmm. Um, Let it out. So the first one is the seaweed issue. Now I was not here at the company. I only stayed at the company for like three months. Full disclaimer. So basically. They made a pair of pants, um, which they claimed were made of seaweed. And they also claimed that this fabric would release uh, vitamins and minerals into your body and reduce inflammation just because of the seaweed, like the Mm. properties that were in the seaweed. Everyone was so excited and hyped up about this. And now, like, there's, like, this Canada commission of something, something, something. I don't know what they're called. But they (laughs) did a test on the fabric they did they did (laughs) they did because they were like this is insane this is an insane claim wearing this piece of clothing can give me vitamins (laughs) and they found that there was absolutely no difference between the seaweed pants and a cotton shirt and then they did additional testing where they specifically looked for molecules that were found in seaweed and found a zero 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 and then That's Chip, so who was the old CEO, we'll get into him in a minute, he responded to this. He, like, tweeted or it was an interview or something like that. And he said, if you actually put it on and wear it, it's different from cotton. That is my only test of it. <laughs> That's it. That's all he said. I've never tested it, but He's like, I well, it's not it. cotton, so what is it? <laughs> what the fuck? It must be seaweed. It's it feels it different. different. <laughs> It feels different. It's different than cotton. That's what the point is. (laughs) Like, obviously, it's not cotton. Oh, my God. That's so funny. What a good rebuttal. Just neither confirm nor deny. But when you wear the product, it is different. different. It's not cotton. You're right. It feels different. There is a difference. But it actually was cotton cotton and workout material. It was. Yeah, because they compared it to a cotton t shirt. Oh, shit. (laughs) So stupid. That's. Why, why can't you just be like, yep, it's not seaweed? Well, okay. Yeah. Actually, I get why well, you can't he didn't do wanna, that. Well, he, yeah, he didn't want to, like, be like, we're liars. Yeah, of course. Of course. So he was just like, it's not, it doesn't feel like cotton. I don't understand what the, what I the never tested idea it. was behind <laughs> it in the first different. place. Like, why would know. you why would you release something like that that said it, it would give you, like, vitamins into your skin? Thing. They have, like, weird fabrics. They're, like, big about fabrics. All of their fabrics have, like, a different name yeah. and, like made for like different things and like it's very and like they'll have like one pair of leggings that's made in like three different types of fabrics oh okay and their fabrics are all patent and like copyrighted or whatever it holy is. shit that's trademarked intense. yeah wow just patented just fake seaweed fabric <laughs> yeah it's i don't fun. know what they patented <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the unique cotton blend <laughs> that feels different from regular cotton <laughs> it just feels different <laughs> like what um and then the other incident that I cannot skip over is the murder. The, the murder. Lululemon murder. <laughs> yes. The murder. Yes. Yes. All I right. So those. for those of you that don't know about this, mm. basically one employee, her name is Brittany Norwood. She murdered Jana 
Jaina Murray on March 11th, 2021. 2020, 2011. Yeah. <laughs> Not 2021. <laughs> Sorry, guys. 2011. It was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. My brain broke. Um, so they were co-workers. And this happened in Washington, D.C. And basically, Murray and Norwood were closing the store together one night. And Murray accused Norwood of stealing leggings oh. after they had closed the store, like putting them in her bag or whatever. Oh. Um, and this really pissed Norwood off because mm-hmm. she was like, how dare you catch me stealing leggings? Actually, oh, I don't she know. actually she did steal them. them. I don't know. I don't, okay. that, that wasn't confirmed or denied. I'm just okay. assuming she was. She sounds yeah. like she's a little unstable. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and then, so they had, like, carried on through the night, and they had, you know, cleaned everything up and shut the store down and stuff like that. And then right before they left, Norwood said that she had forgotten her wallet in the back room and asked Murray to walk with her to get it. Because, you know, sketchy stores sketchy at night. Back I totally room, get it. For sure. Yeah. 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 And once in the back room, they had a brief argument and then Norwood then attacked Murray, and she inflicted 331 injuries onto her, which were all, like, stab wounds and head injuries. Whoa. And, of course, Murray died. Yeah. But then Norwood staged a crime scene <laughs> um, and came up with this whole story that intruders had raped both of the women oh and killed God. Murray. And basically, Norwood, like, lay on the ground all night until someone came in in the morning and was like, oh, my God help me you know That's something like that so <laughs> fucked up. yeah yeah so it obviously did not yeah 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 i think she must have like somehow covered herself in blood or like yeah i don't yeah. know so it didn't work um and norwood got life in prison and many people say that lululemon's toxic work environment was like a reason that this happened and now obviously this is there's no way to confirm this yeah it's a pretty big claim that's huge to put on a company you can't but dangerous what i personally think is that norwood was obviously already unstable Mm -hmm. and maybe the toxic work environment just kind of pushed her over the edge or like right. enabling into that people to be space. bitches to each other and yeah. to give like feedback. I'm exactly. sure was a part of the reason why she even brought up the leggings in the first place. If I saw someone yeah. stealing like leggings, I probably wouldn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, and if it's not like a calming, positive place to work, and you're yeah. already under emotional distress in some way, it might make it worse, and it yeah. might make you totally. You know. So that's my theory about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. That's a good yeah. theory. So I'm going to move on, I guess, quickly to Chip. <laughs> Chip. Good old Chip Wilson. <laughs> uh, Chip Wilson was the founder of Lululemon. He founded the company in um, Vancouver. So it's a Canadian company. Yay! Oh, yeah. And he is a very controversial figure. Yes. Very he controversial. Is. He is a piece of shit, to put it <laughs> nicely. Um, so he basically based the whole company off of the ethos of a book called Atlas Shruggen. Um and even so much that in 2011, the quote, who is John Galt, was put on, you know, like their bags that have like all the quotes on oh, them? Oh, yes, yes. They put that on their bag. So it's like an integral part of the company. And also a lot of people who work in store have to like read books as part of their training. <laughs> oh, no. And this book is on the mandatory uh, reading list for <laughs> training at Lululemon. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> and this book is about overhauling the government while keeping only your self-interest in mind. So it's about pursuing oh. your self-interest, no matter the cost to other people. Oh. That's what the book is about. And that's what the company is uh, built on. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Yeah. That's super not what you want yeah. on a team. But okay, let's go. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and Chip Wilson once said publicly, I think he actually wrote it in a book. He released a book. Okay. And this was in his book. That he supports child labor. Oh, um, he cites that child labor go work. <laughs> is excellent training for life. Um, he no. wrote that he noticed there were kids in North America who were not cut out for school and they should have dropped out a long time ago, but oh they just keep God. shrugging through the system. Um, whereas in places such as Asia, kids would learn a trade and contribute to their family. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's so fucking sad what is wrong yeah. with this guy and this He's is like, good they're contributing to the family such are you okay a strange stance for him because part of the reason why lululemon became so big was because they their clothes were made in a small factory in vancouver mm-hmm. ethically oh 
that's something like it, it doesn't work that way anymore i think it's made offshore now oh, but when the company first started that is one of the things that kind of contributed to their success because people were like oh this is a canadian product made in canada people are being paid fair wages and then so they could have used that they could have like yes how do both that of those we, we are against exist? child labor yeah but no chip is like i support child labor, labor. <laughs> Woo! Children have a place in my factories. Yeah, kids gotta work. Good for them. Yeah. They know they're not yeah. cut out for school. Let them go to work. <laughs> and he also said that it's better what? for, like, homeless and troubled youth um, to go to work rather than get government handouts. All right, sir. So um, just uh, something to think about. All right. Um, I don't understand yeah, how so. this person is these people. <gasps> He sounds like he has multiple he's so personalities. Bad. I don't understand. He's so contradictory of himself. Yeah. So I think like the Vancouver thing. Like him making clothes in Vancouver, I think was part of like creating an image for Lululemon that it was like a higher end product. Okay. Because yeah. a lot of higher end products are like right in yeah. North America or like Europe or, and you know. It's always that kind of area. Yeah. Like so I think it was that versus like Patagonia. ethically made. I don't think they actually like use the ethically made thing as like part of their company. I think people just like that. And yeah. People like caught wind of it and liked it kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so weird. This guy is so dynamic. <laughs> so many different sides to him. Wow. <laughs> he also flat out, not even just like agrees, but claims that he designs his clothing for only a certain body type oh that is a purposeful decision that chip made and he talks about it a lot he is quoted to say that some women's bodies just do not actually work in his exclusive (laughs) your body doesn't work sorry (laughs) he also claimed that it was too expensive to make plus side clothing because there was too much fabric needed oh (laughs) ah that's gotta hurt (laughs) which is bullshit because it's the so profit fucked. margins of Lululemon are astronomical. Yeah, yeah. So that is the a fabric bullshit. isn't the problem here, sir. It's bullshit. your mentality. Yeah, it's so yeah. fucked. What is wrong with this fucking dude? If you already have so much fucking money, like if you're mm-hmm. actually concerned about that stupid of a problem, like here's the solution: make the plus size clothes, sell them, and then you're opening up your bra- your market to a yeah, whole. Yeah, you're gonna have more customers. People. Yeah. People are going to like your brand more. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would he claim that? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Oh and my it's, God. like, known that they purposely stock less of the larger sizes in their stores. So that if you are a larger size, you have to ask for your size. And you have to ask for a bigger size. And you have to get someone to go look for it. Oh. And that puts you, obviously, in, like, an embarrassing moment and yeah, no one yeah. wants to be like stuck in that moment so mm-hmm. it's a way to like deter people who might need a bigger size from shopping at Lulu. oh my god yeah it's definitely a deterrent and you know what else when they bring you that bigger size and it fits you're yeah. like i don't know you have to get this now like i had to get this person <laughs> to do extra work for me <laughs> it Which, works like, in so many ways <laughs> the so company fun. is saying that they're like you know making an effort to now make bigger sizes and they are making bigger sizes but they're doing it so freaking slow Mm. there's like three pairs of leggings that have bigger sizes now they're Mm. releasing them like little by little on a couple of their products and it's not that hard it's the same freaking product (laughs) yeah literally just keep going as you go up the sizes just keep going like it's not it should be all of them all at once but right now it's like a few limited products will be offered in plus size why are they doing it so slowly? There must be a reason. Like there must they must be trying to figure out like yeah, how to PR it over and smooth think, it out or something like that. Yeah, I think because it has right something to do with like viewed. I think it has something to do with Lululemon's image that yeah. they're like stuck between the fact that their like ideal customer is a thin fit person. And those are the people that they want wearing their clothes, Mm -hmm. but they get really bad PR from the fact that they don't have plus size size Mm -hmm. clothes. So I think they're trying to like do both at once, um, which isn't the right thing to do, in my opinion. I think they should just make sizes that fit people. (laughs) (laughs) Just an idea. That's so weird. That's so dumb. Ugh. Ick. Yeah. Um, He also blames cigarettes and birth control for high divorce rates. He said that men oh. do not know how to relate to the new female. 
and that females are too involved in the workplace trying to imitate men. Oh, and now wait a second. he created <laughs> Lululemon to combat this issue. Because <laughs> how can you be a powerful woman in the workplace? How can you be in a board meeting wearing leggings? So he designed, he's, he's like, this is not like, here, like he said this. He designed the um, Lululemon clothes to encourage a more leisurely lifestyle for women. Oh my God. And to encourage them to dress more femininely. Oh, so that they weren't trying to like clothing. wear like blazers and be in the workplace. But Lululemon has men's men's clothes too. <laughs> they do now. They do now. Oh, they didn't when they started. It was only um, this for was like women. founding years. <gasps> it was only for women because he thought there were too many women in the workplace and not enough women of leisure. Um, okay. And that birth control was to because blame for women this? were able to be in the workplace more because they like you know weren't having babies every three seconds. And cigarettes, I think, just because women were, like, trying to imitate men, he says. Sure, That's what he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, are the reason for high divorce rates. <laughs> which high divorce rates aren't necessarily a bad thing, which Illuminati pointed out. She said maybe it was just people feeling more comfortable leaving um, unhealthy or unhappy relationships, yeah. um, abusive relationships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not always a bad thing. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure. Thing. That's so fucked. Women having birth control is a good thing. Like... I don't understand why he would say that. That's that's so stupid. Like the new generation of of men knows how to knows how to relate to the new generation of women. It's not like instinctively yeah. I think it's just you, read Chip. into them to like n- to like not know a, a woman who is smoking. You know what I mean? Like that's not yeah. There's no correlation. Not like there. whoa, yeah. Like, who is that? <laughs> that's not a woman. That's not how women. Mo- she but she's smoking. Nature. It's like you don't know what smoking is until you're socially taught what smoking is like you just he just has a lot going on i think he does have a lot going on he also blames women being in the workplace on higher rates of breast cancer oh now this the link between this breast cancer i don't know what the frig it is it has something to do also with birth control i think but i think it's like the stress and the extra hormones breast cancer oh bam breast cancer which kind of makes sense but also fuck you chad Yeah, for a second I was like, he might I agree. have a point there. <laughs> Actually, no. No, this isn't true because I'm pretty sure... Being on birth control either increases or decreases your chance of getting certain types of cancer. Damn it. Okay. I don't know which I think one it, it decreases the chances of getting cervical cancer. That's cool. But I could be very wrong about that. I don't know. But anyways, I don't think the um, solution is to take women out of the workplace. I think it's to create better birth control. <laughs> Yeah. Just an idea. <laughs> you know what would be great if we get like uh, male birth control when that finally happens. Have you seen that like sperm yeah. zapper that like you put your balls yes. in this bath and, and then it, we like, can blame zaps men your sperm for, for like three months? Then we could be like, Ooh. I don't relate to this new man. <laughs> I don't understand. Who who are you? <laughs> the vibes are just off. <laughs> Where's the thrill? Yeah. Where's the thrill? The danger. <laughs> We're generations of Bella and Edward stands. Exactly. You can't get me pregnant when I don't want to be. (laughs) Don't want it. Uh, Um, It's all about it, man. That's the kinkiness. It's all about the risk. That's the only reason people have sex is to not get pregnant. It's, you know, it's like, ooh. Ooh. (laughs) What's going to happen? Yeah. Uh, Chip also named Lululemon Lululemon to specifically make fun of uh, Japanese people. Oh, I heard about this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's because fun of the in the right? Yes. Yes, oh. because phonetically like in the Japanese language, lu as a sound does not exist. So it completely makes sense that Japanese people cannot pronounce this. Yeah. Um but yeah, he made it Lululemon because he thought it was funny <laughs> when Japanese Sorry. people would try to say I know it's at- like I know that you're laughing at like the shock yeah. of it and like yeah. I, I understand I understand the laugh I was like I, I was fucked. doing the same thing because that would never cross my mind you know it's insane that someone has gone to this level of like yeah. deliberate thought A and fuckery. deliberate racism and sexism to create I know ended up with just really blatant too yeah, just not just- denying it what the fuck just being like lol racism's funny <laughs> and that's why my company is called this yeah what is wrong with this? yeah so he thought it would be funny um to try to listen to 
Japanese people pronounce this, and he also named it Lululemon because he knew it would distinguish his brand as a North American brand because no brand in Asia or like in Japan would call their company Lululemon because those sounds don't exist. Okay. Um, so he what did it fuck? to like distinguish <laughs> Lululemon as North oh American. Oh my god. Alright. I guess. <laughs> he also believes that Weirdo. getting sick is a personal choice. It's a personal choice. That's it. Um, which is where <laughs> the slogan stress is related to 99% of illness that's on their bags comes from. Oh. I used to think that was like a really cool quote being like, yeah, stress does cause a lot of illness. And it does. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he yeah. believes that being sick is a personal choice. Um, that it's all a mindset. That if you, oh. that a happy mind breeds a happy body. Interesting. And a sick mind breeds a sick body. And if you're sick, it's all your fault. You need to do better. I think he's taking it to an extreme. I, I think, think so. It's maybe... a good it's a good starting point. Like with the For birth sure. control thing. Good starting point. <laughs> Got out a little out of control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Went the yeah. wrong he took a wrong turn somewhere in there. Yeah. The, the like, right base to the idea. You know, taking care of yourself yes is a choice which could lead yes. to you being healthy or yes you know yes maybe and that's... stress is really bad for your body there's mm-hmm. a lot of scientific articles that prove like higher levels of cortisol are really bad for you in the long term but <laughs> it's not a choice <laughs> not everything that's where he's wrong <laughs> uh, people just don't choose to be stressed yeah, and unhappy exactly. or sick stressful oh my god i don't understand so needless to say Chip was um, eventually asked to step down from the company <laughs> because so he is a piece of shit. He's very um, But he was allowed. He was allowed to remain part of the company and stay as the chairman of its board. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, in an interesting turn of events, hmm. yeah. he then created a website, specifically a hate website <gasps> for Lululemon. So he made a company, got kicked out of the company, was kept on the company's board, and then made a hate website about the company that he created so that he could write everything that's wrong about the company since he's left. <laughs> he wanted to talk about the company's demise. Oh my God. Now that they're not making decisions without him. How's the website doing? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I literally. That's have so no idea. weird. Yeah. That's such a weird, weird turn of events, my guy. You're going against your own company? Like, he's okay. just a weird dude. And I can tell you that during working at Lululemon, Chip is a taboo subject. No one wants to talk about him? I think it was mentioned once in my training, his name. Oh, my God. And he's the founder of the company. He was until, I think, 2014 or 2016. So a very long time he spearheaded the company. But he's like, like wiped from Lululemon history. That's Damn. I wonder how people so, dealt with him. Yeah. This company gets so successful. This guy's such a fucking weirdo. <laughs> I, I think the company is built off of just this idea of exclusivity. Mm. And I think that's how the company has done so well. Yeah. Yeah. You're totally um, right. I would be but, like, I want Lulu so badly. And my mom would be like, those are $80 for a pair of pants, honey. Yeah. Like, that's not why? worth it. <laughs> why? Uh, that's like, come so, on, please. Yeah, it's clear to see how a company built by such a messed up person could become the monster that it is Yeah. Um, in the unhealthy workplace that it is. <laughs> I have never cried so much at a job. Oh. I only work there for three months. It pays minimum wage, but oh. they it's a lot, guys. It's a lot. And some people really like it and all power to them if they want to stay and they like the company. But yeah, it's kind of toxic. It's kind of weird. Not my experience. Weird company. Their clothing is like okay too. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. It's okay. Advice from an insider: never buy um, aligned pants ever oh, in your really? entire life. They are yeah, yeah. They oh. don't they don't last like longer than like three months. They oh, will break. Shit. Who would have thought? So yeah, Aligned don't do that. Um, Good to know. And don't work there. <laughs> yeah, if you can avoid don't get it. Sucked into it. Yeah, if you can avoid it. Oh. Oh, you poor thing. Well, I'm glad that you're out of, on the other side and you don't have to deal with their bullshit anymore every day. They're toxic ass yeah. workplace. Dude. Fuck you. The ultimate upper win. management. The ultimate W. Yeah. 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 
Okay, guys, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Um, thank you so much for listening to Courtney's chat about Lululemon. That was very insightful, Ooh. very interesting. Yeah. Fuck Lululemon and fuck Chip, you freaking weirdo you, guy. Chip. But thank you for proving to us <laughs> that even the weirdest men, even the weirdest people can become entrepreneurs of their own companies if they really put their mind to it, I guess. I don't think that's a lot. Doesn't, that doesn't mean they should. <laughs> doesn't mean they should. They definitely can. <laughs> And if you want to see more of us, you can find us on Instagram at very.unimportant.people. You can find us on Patreon, which is on our Instagram, and it's just on our link tree in our bio. Just click on that, go to our Patreon, and you can pay only 3 or $4 a month for exclusive four. content. I think it's $4 a month. For exclusive content every month, you get to see our beautiful faces in video form, and you get to see some highlights, and you get to see some other fun stuff. So make sure you check that out. You can find us on Twitter at the unimportant PPL. And most importantly, you can find us on TikTok. So go do that right now. <laughs> or we'll cry. And you don't want to on see that. On the podcast. <laughs> Live. <laughs> and that's it for us this week. Have a great. Bye.